Hello. 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 Just good to chat with everybody and just like see it, like see everyone get on. Like this is this is why I do believe in group personal training. Um, again, like one on one, if that's your thing, then fine. But yeah, like even sort of the shyest people who probably would think that they prefer one on one PT do come out in a in a in a group environment. Yeah, I think I because I did PT for a while. I don't even know how long. Um... Yeah, once you've got through like the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, it is kind of like, oh, well, well, we do a podcast for what, 20 minutes? We mm. talk about a lot. So like when that clear, when you're with your client one-on-one, it's how's the family, how's your week, how's the weekend, any plans for the weekend? And then all of a sudden it's like, it is tough, it is much harder, but when you're in a group, they can kind of have that conversation with you and then go and bounce and they go and talk to someone else and then someone else and someone else and someone else. I think the conversation, the atmosphere is much better. So I used to train a guy called Sammy, who was Beth. No, no, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so like we tried him in the in the, um, in the the studio and he, and he was uncomfortable. He just didn't like the facts, which, which is understandable. Yeah. So like he was the only one really that I've I've never really tried to push more into but like into the group stuff. But every single other client like it, it it makes sense. It just makes sense to do it in a group. Sometimes you might have someone who comes in with a, a massive like injury or a massive, and they need that time of of that one on one, and you need to kind of beat the all the time. Like I say, like with Sammy, I had to I had to always be there. We 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 built up a very good relationship over about two two years or so um so like trusted each other like he, he always trained with like his eyes closed so obviously that, that that that's a problem when he can't hear me um talking so like we'd have to like have a lot of touch points on 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 that to kind of like if his technique wasn't great because he'd always close his eyes but then when you i say when you're in when you're in a group environment it just it's just better like it's very rare what you come into a group and it's like oh that, that atmosphere was shy or that was like because you can just talk to other people and you can just kind of it helps you get through your session like a lot of people as some do just want to get battered to the floor and keep themselves to themselves some people are not very sociable is that the word yeah yeah sociable um some people are very like i just want to come in i want to train and, and go home i don't think i've ever had anyone i don't think i know what to do actually if someone came in and put headphones in and I'll be like, oh, but yeah. But some people do. Some people will like, we've had it in here and we were, things have happened in the studio and everyone's gone off their heads and everyone's like clapping. And, and like, I remember one of the lads ringing the, the, the PB bell and everyone was proper jumping around and stuff. And But we've had that where like things happen and so, like some people just don't even take it on. They just kind of carry on and just, which again is fine. It's just each to their own. But I think as an overall group personal training, group training is much better than 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 one on one. Yeah, I think anything in a group is better. You know, like again, results wise, we don't push sort of group exercise, but I am a group exercise instructor. Like, and again, like it's just a good atmosphere. And I know that then people don't come because they're looking to build muscle or even get results. Like they all just talk to each other in between tracks, and you know, you don't know what reason someone has for getting out the house and. You don't know what sort of escape it can be for somebody or 
you know, like there was this, there was this uh, new sort of younger lad in my class Wednesday night. Um, and he came up and introduced himself. So I was a bit, oh, are you? Like people just normally come and stand at the back. And then like, um, everyone made him feel dead welcome. And like, to be fair, he went around and shook everyone's hand. And, and yeah, like, and then like I said, like, it's just nice to be nice, isn't it? And it, it you know, you don't, like when you go to the gym on your own, like it can be tough, but like when you do make friends, say in, or like even people you just enjoy training next to, as to be a friend, it sort of makes you want to go that little bit more. And yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. No, um, no, we got asked basically a question. And it's a very common question that we get asked all the time. Most people still don't understand. And it's, is, should you be having breakfast is breakfast the most important meal of the day like a lot of people that a lot of people say um and it's there's there's different answers for it but overall breakfast is not the most important meal of the day it's it's really not but there's occasions which obviously we'll go into where someone should be having breakfast compared to someone who shouldn't but yeah, overall breakfast, no, not the most important meal of the day, but a very common question we get asked, isn't it? Mm, very. Um, so this is what someone asked me this week. Because um, they said, oh, like some, like there's just some mornings and I don't want to eat it. And But like, you, you know, like I know it's the most important meal of the day. And I was like, well, it's not. Like there's no most important meal of the day. Like, I'll try to eat as late as I can. So maybe like, I think I'll push 11. Like I'm doing quite well. It's 25 to 11. Um, and, but that's, that's for like, again, I'm not fasting or anything like that. I just want my calories in a short window because it's a Friday. Um, so it's just whatever works for you. You know, you don't need breakfast to kickstart your metabolism or there's just so much shit, but people will sell shit. And like, this is what I said to um, the lady who asked me about breakfast. Cause she said, oh, like, I don't really. So like she said, I tend to find whether it's like an association thing that I feel hungry when I get to work, but I don't work on a Friday. So, so like, I don't really have breakfast and you know, but like, it, it should have forced myself and no no not at all like there's no right and there's no wrong when it comes to when you have your first meal um whether it's five in the morning seven nine eleven one it's whatever works for you and this is why again and we say it all the time this is why meal plans don't work because how can sort of we give 50 year old dave is a builder, is so active, works all day. How can we give him the same PDF meal plan as Susan, who's 22, and she sits at a desk all day? Like, how can we give them the same foods to eat, the same meal plan? Um, because Dave might need his breakfast to fuel him through the morning, Susan might not you know but susan might like breakfast dave might not and this is why it's so important that you get help personalized to you your routine your lifestyle everything because like two people can be similar but 
no two people are really the same um, some people drink on a weekend because they enjoy it some people don't drink at all some people have a takeaway every saturday some people don't and this is why it's it, it has to be so specific to the person and why meal plans don't work because they that plan doesn't know you no um yeah one of the most one of the most things that we see is when we get a new client is protein protein most people do not eat enough protein to get them the results if you say to someone what's your results lose weight same that's just a deficit I want to get toned right now we're talking about protein now we're talking about muscle mass because we need muscle mass body fat down we need muscle mass up when your body fat down. we need protein in there to make sure you're getting enough through the day it's not even through the week it's enough through the day to keep the muscle mass that you've got to have healthy skin it's your repair tool kind of thing so let's say we do a meal plan for somebody who doesn't like breakfast who doesn't eat breakfast or doesn't normally have it or someone who grabs toast on the way out of the door and it's just like protein you just kind of find out what that plan is and then you kind of you work from where they are so let's say they have chicken for chicken sandwich for dinner and they have i don't know spag ball for tea so i just um nice. spag ball for tea so you'd look at that and go like oh protein in your dinner protein in your tea do you have anything mid-morning or do you have nope i don't have anything first meal of the day is usually my dinner i'm usually busy work all right sad do you have anything mid-afternoon or sometimes i'll have yogurt right there's protein over that day you are not getting enough protein in so you rather have to eat more protein in those meals which is tough because protein fills you up and you're getting a good amount in your chicken and a good amount in the meatballs and a good amount in your yogurt so this is where you might say to someone like having breakfast will benefit you because your protein's not enough Bringing that protein in and getting another hit in the morning will help you get closer to the goals that you want. Another way is if someone goes like, I'm just like four or five cups of coffee in the morning and then dinner, they, they just grab whatever's in the canteen because they're not, they're not planned. So this is where you, again, you'd sit down and go, you are grabbing those coffees for energy and, and all that kind of stuff. If we have a little bit of breakfast here, that might stop us from going, looking for usually like sugar, usually something to keep us going or caffeine or an energy thing. So again, that will benefit someone who, who is having breakfast. We don't normally do breakfast or early doors breakfast because we like snacking on a night. Um, basically, you have a certain amount of calories through the day, through the week. I eat chocolate after most of my meals, especially my evening meal. So by moving my calories from breakfast to mid-morning, it just, again, like we said, it just shortens that window. So I'm still getting my calories in, but it allows me to have that that freedom of chocolate and stuff because if i have breakfast then i have 600 calories at breakfast and then i have 600 calories at dinner and then i have six all of a sudden like and then my snack my, my calories are reduced for that that snack that i like after my after my tea or you know whatever you call it the evening meal but again that's just to me it does not want and this is why you can't do real plans one of the lads who's just and he's doing really well training i think he just finished his second week Messes this morning saying like, oh, did you mention that I'll be getting like some sort of meal plan sent over? And I was like, nope, you never mentioned meal plans in that way because I don't know what you'll be doing next Friday. Do you know what you're doing next Friday? And he was like, probably not. Um, so I was like, well, how am I meant to write you a meal plan for next Friday? Um, so he's like, you have to teach people about nutrition so they can do it around their lifestyles. So let's say next Friday comes and I put this guy on breakfast, dinner, tea, two snacks, and then he's going out for pizza with the family on that Friday he's not stuck to a meal plan where he has to have breakfast. He could just go, you know what, I'm going to move breakfast away so I've got the extra calories in the night. 
and that's how it works breakfast is not the most important meal of the day but it will help some people some people will benefit from taking it away some people will benefit from putting it in it just depends on the individual your goals your lifestyle and what you can sustain and what you enjoy long term yeah and again people will like like and it's not just breakfast it's don't eat past six Mm. um it's small meals more more often just fucking garbage in it when it's not none of this is sustainable like Mm. none of it because so say if you know someone has told you that you know like there's even people that say to skip breakfast so then if you do that and then one day you have breakfast because i don't know you're going on a day out with your kids and you all go mackies on the way you're gonna feel guilty for no reason because it's bullshit it is like and it makes our job 50 times harder but we get it because we've been led and like we've been led into the like down these paths before so we do get it and this is why i think we we can't help everybody because they have to want to have to take the information in they have to want to believe what we're saying but the ones who do put their trust in us i think because we can relate to them because we've been there it works because then maybe they have had breakfast when they didn't have it before maybe they have had a takeaway on a weekend they get on that first scan after 28 days they've got results and then they go Jesus Christ, these 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 two were actually right. And that's like a big achievement that. So so yeah, eat breakfast if you want. If you don't want, don't. Yeah, it's just again, it's just it's just your lifestyle and your plans and what you like. And um there's there's a there's a guy we're saying this yesterday, wasn't there? There's a guy who's quite um well known nutrition like wise. A lot of people go to him for nutrition help and we were chatting with someone yesterday who's pretty active, pretty like your lifestyle, wasn't it? Of like coaching and teaching, and um, and he put her on a three day fast with no reason whatsoever because she wanted to get a weight off her head. Doing you like it's so stupid. Like um, again, the, the you can't just do one thing for every single person. Like you have to. Nutrition isn't like fitness where you can just put everyone in a room and you can do a pump class with everyone and they will get movements in the muscle like and they 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 will get something out of the session. You can't nutrition is totally different. Nutrition is a different ball game to exercise. It's more important than exercise. It's you you can train all you want, but if your nutrition isn't in line, you're not getting results ever. And that's why you have to do it around your lifestyle. How many times have you done a fad? How many times have you gone back to Slimming World and Weight Watchers and tried to do these things which are not in line with your lifestyle? You, you just you just fall off the plan. But then you go to a personal trainer who you should be able to trust because they've got a PT next to the name. But fortunately, most of them are, are, are morons. Most of them do not have a clue about nutrition. They know the basics of level three, which is not good enough. Like, But they'll just set this meal plan up. And, and I've done this. I used to do this for, in 2012, 2013, you used to just have meal plans in my bag. People will come in, 15 quid, give me 15 quid. I'll go in, put it in an envelope, and off you go. Not ask them any questions, not ask them anything about lifestyles, routines. We just had a guy apply for the program who just wants nutrition. He can't really get here because of his things. And one of the things said, like, something I want to tell you, though, is that I'm celiac. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to give you a meal plan, like, what is going to kill you because of 
like gluten and all that, it's going to be tailored to you. Scary that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, I, we're actually working with a lady now who, who's celiac. And I remember her message saying, Christ, you know more than what the doctors have told me um, at the start. And and it is, it's it's nutrition is a different ball game, And it's why it, it's why we, we took our time to go and, and, and make sure we were better than everyone else around us because it is so important to goals. Breakfast is okay for some people. Breakfast would benefit or people would benefit if you took it away people would benefit if you brought it in but it has to be tailored to that person or long term they're just not if you could take breakfast away for 28 days and we've said this take breakfast away from someone for 28 days they'll go in work and even if they can stick to it which they probably can't once the 28 days are over they're just going to go back to the whole habits like they're going to go back to the thing that they enjoyed but if you can get people results with doing things that they enjoy so if like say dave likes breakfast and we can put breakfast in and eggs on toast, bacon on toast, we can put whatever that is in. It's the same with tea, Friday night takeaway. I'm not going to take that away from someone. You're going to put that in first. That's the first thing that goes in the plan. And then we work backwards from that so that person can then enjoy that Friday night takeaway instead of the results. Breakfast has its place, but it's not for everyone. You just have to do the plan around yourself. Absolutely. Again, it's this is not a one-size-fits-all sort of thing. If it was, Jesus Christ our lives would be a lot easier, wouldn't it? Mm. But that's not what we do. So, yeah, that's us, isn't it? That is us. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll be back on Monday. We're back on Monday. Yes. Please get in touch. Any topics you want us to cover, um, anything you want us to, to discuss, any questions. And find us on Facebook, Instagram, Santa Fitness Warrington. <laughs> Goodbye for now. Yes. See you later, guys. <laughs>